Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Ladies. I know everyone has probably been thinking, like, where where did these guys go? Where did they come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you go from Cotton Eye Joe? But the truth is, we have a lot of explaining to do on today's episode one of our new podcast. Let's We can say it's new, right, Noor? Yeah. Yeah. Fair to say. Let's so say new. this is a brand new podcast with your favorite hosts, Neeti and Noor. Um, we have now rebranded. We're no longer two funny ladies because people kept telling us that we're not that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> now we're just two ladies. Pause for dramatic effect in between. Um, you know, we have discovered new intentions behind our podcast. We have grown as women. We have lots of new things happening. So we've decided to rebrand and basically be too much of everything as we usually are. Um, so we're really hoping that you'll enjoy the conversations, the community, the call to actions that we're going to be telling you to do and things that we think you should support and believe in. So join us for like this crazy crazy ride and a little bit of just yap 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 so whether you're listening to this in the morning while you're working out uh on your way home from work we're gonna entertain you for sure but we're definitely gonna hit on some meaningful topics um and some exciting stuff does that cover it Noor? what do you think yeah see like the only thing i would say is you know people know people have ideas lots of people have things they want to do and they try and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work and i feel or like everyone more. knows exactly like we don't really need to explain i'm sure people know exactly what happened life happens right life happened life plus, happens to us yeah life happens major. plus a three hour time difference the time difference is killing us so air canada please sponsor this podcast time difference and um both of us are in careers that are not nine to five so there is no monday to friday nine to five for neither of us or like yep. it, it, saturday sunday monday doesn't matter nine o'clock 9 p.m doesn't matter we're like our schedules are so ridiculous and a three-hour time difference you would be surprised uh until you have to try to manage that how uh difficult that could be to try to make yeah, work. So, so either way, the point Nora's is... point, I think, was that she doesn't owe you an explanation, but then she gave you a very large one. I just, you know, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I start with one idea and I end up somewhere else. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So what will you guys expect from us? What is coming up on our channel? So me and Noor spent lots of time thinking about how we want to, you know, bring back two funny ladies and become two ladies. Um, we are really hoping that you guys are going to learn lots, be aware of more issues, um, you know, and join a healthy discussion on current events, past events, historical and all otherwise. So all in all, we're basically doing the view, but with us. Um, so, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> OK, so one other thing I do want to say is the name change <laughs> other than, you know, the obvious uh, what you already explained. We thought, you know, two ladies, yeah, is how it will read, but it's two blank ladies for the reason uh, that we want to fill that blank every episode with something different that is important to us. We just felt like we're not really going to limit this. It could be just like the Noor and 
Niti or Niti and Noor podcast. That's basically what it is. It's not really uh, confined to anything specific, except for the fact that I think, like Niti said, our intentions are a little bit different this time around with the podcast. Uh, we both just have a lot of meaningful conversations between the two of us on a regular basis. Like we might not talk for a little while, but when we do talk, it's always because something, uh, it's something might be going on and both of us know at some point that we will talk about it and we'll probably have a lot to say. And it seems to be, it seems to be something that we're both passionate about always. It's always something sure. that like brings us together that we both are very passionate about. And yeah, so the purpose again behind this is a little bit more intentional. Uh, for sure we're really, not yeah. to say that it won't be funny so if you're already thinking about <laughs> skipping this because you're like oh they're not funny anymore that's not true we're staying true to our personalities but yeah you know in light of current events uh and we are recording this guy on new year's eve and i'm dating it that way so that we have to release the asap because that's a problem for us <laughs> as a team we try to work on that <laughs> so yeah we, like we you know with Let's just talk about it with current events, just situation in Punjab with the farmers. Um, and, you know, for a lot of Sikhs, Punjabis, Indians, etc., the diaspora has been feeling, you know, um, we don't want our voices taken away. So we felt like, you know, we have such a platform to actually put our voices out there. Why did we ever stop? Um, and of course, life, jobs, things like that. But our real intention here is, yeah, we're, we're going to put our voices out there. Our opinions matter. And you're not going to shut us up, Indian government. At this point, like, we already can't go to India. We already know that. So we have no. really nothing to lose at this point. I don't know if that makes us think, like, do we think too highly of ourselves that they're going to, they would flag us? Or are we underestimating how petty they are? I think it's the underestimation. I definitely know that neither of us actually uh, suffer from the issue of thinking highly of ourselves. <laughs> we have <laughs> the opposite problem most of the time. So. Yeah, most of the time. That's why, yeah, that's another reason we're no longer two funny ladies, okay? When your baseline is depressed, as my lovely friend Noor likes to say. Yeah. If your baseline is depressed, then like how, it's okay. It's you yeah. just leave it. It's always up for us. There's nowhere it's, else to go but yeah. up, usually. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, this... <laughs> so our baseline... Our baseline is bottom. Yeah. So we I only have to work tell our you way guys, up from that. I have to tell you guys what a call that me and Noor had the other day where I just, like, we were randomly on the phone with each other or whatever. And she was like, how's it going, man? And I was like, actually, like, I guess it's pretty good. But you know, and she's like, yeah, but just like regular depressed now, not extra depressed. <laughs> yeah. Just it's like regular it just becomes baseline like, yeah, depressed. Pretty much. It's just like, it's just like a, it's just always just, it's not even, I don't even know if that's the right word anymore, to be honest. I feel like so many things are like blanketed under that, that term, right? Of like depression or being depressed. And it, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's one of those things that, I don't ever think like I'm like personally, I don't know about you, but I'm like, I'm not suffering from any kind of mental health issue. Like personally, like it's just like, I'm sure maybe I am. That's the problem. I feel like maybe the I don't even know. out for me. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm sure we have moments. Yeah. Yeah. But like our so baseline far, depression isn't the mm -hmm. issue. It's the other one that when we when we have the lower than the low, the, yeah. that's when the When we're problem. dipping between the baseline of just meh, mundane, mundanality, <laughs> if you will. Exactly. But 
Okay, either way, um, it's, you know, silver lining of when shitty things happen. Uh, you know, it's the fight or flight for some people. And you see a lot about like the real, the truth about behind like who people really are, what means like what's important to people, what's not important to people, how as a collective group we react to crisis, and who does and who doesn't, and all that kind of stuff. So again, um, if anything's come out of a lot of shitty shit that's happened in 2020 for me, Niti, the one thing that's come out of it is that uh, okay, well we care a lot about a lot of stuff and we're not really um a lot of stuff a lot of stuff and we're not kind of in any way deterred by what's happened in 2020 to be like oh fuck it like what's the point we actually had the opposite reaction i think both of us where we feel more invigorated and inspired uh to do more totally and i think that's a great uh segue into what we should discuss next is life and times of what is happening today in 2020 so of course it's been a while since we've been on the podcast but if you live on planet earth you know about covid 19. (laughs) so covid hit in march of course as you know if someone's listening to this in the future i hope they have like a textbook in their you know like a, a chapter of history in their textbook and their teacher has given them the assignment to listen to a podcast from 2020 and see how they were affected how the peasants dealt with <laughs> you know those lines the for bread and class. shit <laughs> yeah i'll never forget man when covid first hit i was in line at superstore trying to get into superstore when it was like the toilet epidemic of april <laughs> and uh and i thought to myself i'm like this is what it's like like this is what they tell you in school that it's like in communist russia like we all lined up for bread and potatoes then they ran out of potatoes <laughs> so, so there was cute. only bread to be had and then we waited for water. Like, it's just, it's like end days. I remember, like, as a kid, too, thinking, like, I hope I never have to live through a fucking war or anything. And yes, granted, I, I'm i not a soldier. I'm not at war. I, I understand people don't at me. The difference. <laughs> but, yeah, this is pretty terrorizing, guys. This is yeah, pretty You know what's so funny you say that? Because it's a, that's so true. Because it's like that feeling where it's like all these movies we've watched and all this stuff about like um what's that one called like contagion or something like, yeah you know stuff like that and then when it happens in real like when you watch it you think like like these we people would are whack fucked. why are they doing this yeah right and you'd be like we'd be fucked if that happened in real life right oh, you think yeah. you're just gonna lose your shit and like yeah a lot of people lost their shit but then like life kind of just goes on like you just yeah. have to like you really quickly like it was panic for a little while but like how quickly did we just become okay with this like to the to an extent right like how how quickly were people like at the beach <laughs> yeah like, i think like by june everybody was like this is new reality people right like yeah like now when i go places i'm like oh i know now i notice people who aren't wearing masks versus people originally when I used to be like oh you're wearing a mask now I see somebody and I'm like, I don't think you put it on, right? So stay away from me. Like, I back. I <laughs> I have had like I didn't even realize how like it was affecting me on a deeper level until um, this thing started happening where I'll be watching a movie and like my friend was like, she's like, there's something wrong. We will be watching a movie that was made like 15 years ago, 
and I would have like there'll be scenes where like you'll just see like two people start hugging and I'd have like this like jerk knee jerk reaction where yeah, I'm like to be like why are you I was touching like, why are you touching each other and I was like oh this movie is first of all it's a movie second of all this was yeah. 15 years ago and I would have it would happen to me constantly like all the time watching any TV shows or movies and it still does it's actually kind of terrifying <laughs> like, yeah the way I, my brain just hilarious. like freaks out but yeah that's COVID. also I think yeah also, I think you'd be an interesting person to discuss with how television has reacted to COVID. Like, there's some shows that it's like, oh, it's in there. And there's some shows where it's not. They're just, like, pretending like it's not happening. It's not happening. So, like, yeah, they're, like, it just in TV land, like, Hollywood's immune, bro. Like, it just doesn't matter. And even so, in yeah. real, like, in reality, because the this is kind of fucked up because all these things are getting shut down, right? Like all these businesses are like, you have to shut down for whatever period, lockdowns are happening, whatever. The one thing in Toronto that just doesn't shut down no matter what happens is their fucking is the film movies. industry. Yeah. It just doesn't stop. So they're Same like, thing over here in Vancouver. Like yeah. the filming is just, yeah, the Americans just keep coming over the border. They just and keep fucking filming. It's not going to well, stop. Well, the huge productions, they just get hotels. Everybody quarantines for 14, or that's what they're saying. I don't know. Everyone quarantines for 14 days and gets out there. Yeah, yeah. If you guys are watching the video, just no. read into Noor's looks and feeling. No. Noor's going to get out happening. the bylaw number tonight and just you start guys, you guys 100 listen you out i am right now so this is the thing like you the whole make lemonade you know ideology yeah i have pivoted this year on film sets to become the person who's like in charge of making sure that we're following all the rules on set for like health and mm -hmm. safety so and i'm trying to make it sound less narky but i'm basically like a, the covid police yeah, you I are guess the literally COVID my job, and I'm. Hey, that's a noble job, bro. I'm like, you know, Randall from Recess. That's how I feel. Yeah, you're like they're you're cheating. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like walking around with my little notepad. It's just like, anyways. So none of this shit. Some of the sets that are really like they have a lot of money, fine. But no, everyone's not getting tested. There's no quarantine. Like people are just booking their jobs as normal, and like you just have to try to do self evaluations and do your job on set because they're not even legally mandated in the film world to have to That's quarantine or do any of that shit. Like we don't have to do any of that. So like these small businesses that have been like in the community for 30, 40 years and might lose their livelihood and, and have like down. a staff of staff of four people who already all live together exactly and they can't like they cannot operate under any circumstances or just that's that's that rule but then on the but other murdoch end, mysteries is getting filmed okay and that's all i care about <laughs> the ford commercials the fucking mcdonald's uh new whatever mcrib sandwich needs its fucking commercial that is a priority okay priority, i'm sitting one. there watching all these businesses just like lights out and i'm sitting there in a mcdonald's parking lot like watching us like these two little 14 year old girls sitting on a curb pretending to eat their fucking sandwich and everyone's just like oh yeah smile more and the director's just yelling at them all sitting there at two o'clock in the morning filming this fucking commercial i'm like how am i the one with a job still <laughs> the world of commercials will go make no on, sense apparently. yep yeah so this yes. is <laughs> at least all right i'll tell you guys one thing if you need a new career Clearly, get into the fucking film industry because it's like recession proof and COVID proof. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. Now I just like, as a person, I just wonder like, what's gonna be worse than COVID? I'm like one of those grandmas now. I will forever have extra toilet paper, rations for like two weeks. Like, 
I'm just I'm terrorized now. It's just it's that shit's too scary. I don't want to end up in another situation. I bought a lot of mustard by accident. I don't know. Every time I went to the grocery store, oh, you got stuck in a time loop. (laughs) You did. You got stuck in a time loop. That happens to me where I bought like four things of ranch. Every time I go grocery store, I'd be like, oh, we need fucking ranch. Then put the ranch. Go home into the pantry. I'm like, I have three bottles of ranch. Next time, just like a fucking goldfish, I need ranch. But why? Like, what's triggering my brain to be like, oh, two things, salsa and and mustard. I don't know I have one word of those you, things Lord. on a regular basis. One word for you, okay? Tell matrix. Me, matrix. There we go. It, it is was the a, Matrix, okay? <laughs> it was a gl- <laughs> glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, there's legit a glitch in the Matrix. So, yes, team, 2020 has brought us lots of things. You've seen us take a little bit of pause, and then there was COVID. I'm sure we could dedicate, like, a whole episode to COVID, but, like, since it's so far in the game, like, fuck that. Bring us to the meat of today's episode, the two angry ladies, or let's see how this conversation unfolds. We'll decide what our what our adjective will be at the end there. Um, we obviously want to use our platform the most we can and we want to get um, a lot of knowledge we want to get a lot of support for things that we care about bringing us to the largest protest in history the farmers protest in india we now i believe are on day 35 i could be incorrect i'm so so sorry if i am i know it's day like 99 out of punjab but it's been 35 ish days since they have been in delhi They have blocked all the borders to Delhi, Um, of course, because it is a peaceful protest. They're allowing ambulances and emergency services. And I even know of some people traveling, shame on them because of COVID, um, who are still going to India for weddings. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, And people are getting through. But of course, uh, the protest continues. So for a little bit of um, background information, I just have some like information bombs I'm going to drop on you guys. So the reason the farmers are protesting is these three bills were passed undemocratically in India. They were not passed um, in any democratic fashion. They actually even cut the live news feed to when they voted on these bills because it was such an uproar. Um, The opposition party left Congress at that point and they continued to vote on it, which obviously is not democratic. So let's talk about these three bills, okay? So the first and the second bill obstructed abolish the mandi system in India. And that basically means when farmers have crops, they go to a mandi, a person, uh, an area pretty much, and they are able to sell their crops. The mandi then, you know, gets all these crops together and sells it either to corporations, to the local people, whatever they need to do. It's basically a large middleman. So the first and the second bill abolish the mandi system. And then the Mundi farmers are guaranteed a minimum support place through the Mundi system. That means that they cannot really be taken advantage of. Um, they always get a minimum price, which is in reality, like bare bones. If anybody, if you are a Punjabi person listening, if you're not a Punjabi person listening, like, have you ever seen farmers who are like just baller shot holler? Like, no, this is no. Okay. No. So that's, you know, that's kind of where the problem lies, that it abolishes the system and takes away the minimum support price. So without a minimum support price, large corporations can come in and they can stiff arm farmers. Farmers with small farms will have no bargaining leverage and the result they'll be offered outrageously low prices or be ignored entirely until they have to take loans until then, you know, the company's going to sell them some snake oil in that sense to 
take money from them for this crop, then the crop won't turn out. Then now they're indebted to them and the cycle continues until basically the debt is so unbearable. Most of these farmers are committing suicide. So, you know, it, it's a horrible situation. Bringing me to the third bill, the third bill makes an amendment in the Central Commodities Act, which basically is makes it legal for companies to hoard agriculture products after they purchase them. The problem with this is it allows large corporations to further dictate prices and exploit farmers. Um, I actually saw a really good example in Punjabi. It was a video of a, a Paji or uncle, whoever he was, um, talking about cauliflower. So even if you don't know nothing about India, you know nothing about nothing, if you have looked at the price of cauliflower, it fluctuates like there's no tomorrow. Sometimes cauliflower will be $8 Canadian a head. And sometimes cauliflower is a dollar Canadian a head. So what is going on here? What happens is these large corporations, they stiff arm the farmers. They get buy all the cauliflower they can. They can get their hands on dirt cheap prices because it's produce. These farmers want to get rid of it. They don't have storage facilities. Again, please refer to farmers are usually low income families. Um, to my knowledge, I feel like that's not a fact, but you know, we'll address that later. Um, they basically buy all the cauliflower, then they hoard the cauliflower. So they keep it in their factories and they tell the public, oh, hey, guess what? This year, no fucking cauliflower, it's $8 a head. And this is really like the greediest, most underhanded thing to do in my opinion. But so that basically covers the three bills in the sense of what they're eliminating and what the problems are. The problem is this minimum support price and that these large corporations can hoard this food. So I hope that all yeah. makes sense. I don't know. <clears throat> and, uh, in. <laughs> no, that's like, that's pretty much it um, in a nutshell. And, you know, for the people who have, you know, tried to rebuttal these things, there's a lot of um, common ones, and one of the big ones is trying to make this uh, or a sick issue or a Sikh issue, trying to break it up into uh, a, religious a religious issue. A religious issue, trying to make it seem like there's, um, you know, religious extremists uh, that are the ones who are the perpetrators behind all this. And like, that's one thing, let's just get it straight right now it has nothing to do with religion it has everything to do with just like the legalities of what's happening in india and like many people know um certain cultures certain people certain backgrounds especially in india they are like family businesses that they've been doing for hundreds of years and years and years and that's seems to affect certain groups so punjabi people sick people in general from punjab that's it's farmer it's farming land that's what they do right that's what they do and it's they happen to be punjabis uh, affecting punjabis at a, an alarming rate so um that's just an afterthought that's an afterthought not it has nothing to do with why it happened or why there are specifically lots of punjabis who are protesting not because of anything religious for sure. Um, I also think it's key to point out here that it, like, just because a group that's being targeted, like, I believe that maybe this group is being targeted or farmers or why they're not being listened to is that, yeah, maybe it is because a majority of them are from Punjab and this is what, what's happening and a majority of them are Sikh. Um, you know, being Punjabi and Sikh myself, our culture, our identity is not immune to genocide. It's happened to us before. So that's obviously why a lot of people get um, alarmed. Uh, a lot of people get super defensive. A lot of people get super passionate, just like me and you were here, um, just because you've seen it happen to your people before or you've heard of it 
it happened to your people before in history and whatnot. Um, but it is definitely worth noting that the way the propaganda is being made to make it look like this is a Sikh issue and that nobody else should care about it. So, yeah, and one thing, like, again, you were saying earlier, the, you know, 2020 has allowed us to see a lot of... Um, witness a lot of crazy things happen and put the entire globe in a crisis mode and how people have reacted um, because so much has happened in such a condensed period of time whereas um, sometimes things like this can happen over a longer period of time with a lot more going on without everyone sitting at home who has time to kind of keep up so we you know same thing with like the BLM movement I think silver lining of um, things happening during 2020 is that people were paying more attention. Um, and Absolutely. Maybe, yeah, and again, I think uh, already with the dire situation in India because of even just COVID, uh, it was just... Uh, it got worse. Like, it was to the point where these farmers had nothing to lose. Like, what people need to understand, they're not trying to... Again, going back, this is not them taking a religious stand, but, you know, religion and culture, there's a fine line there. And, you know, the... Sikhism itself is born out of a revolution and that kind of revolutionary thinking has been passed down because we've, like Neeti said, um, historically, Sikh people have faced genocide and have to have had to fight for their just basic human rights since the um, inception of Sikhism. So that kind of fight mentality, that warrior mentality has nothing to do with um, Punjabis just wanting uh, to, for whatever, force any kind of religion on people or anything like that. It has everything to do with actually the quite or the opposite. Or separatist Or movement. separate, no, it's the opposite effect, re uh, reaction. It's actually like, like, dude, do you and let us do us. Like, you have rights, we should have those same rights. You are being treated like a basic, you know, with this, the basic human rights that we deserve too. It's been a fight from day one. Actually, Sikhism is born out of the the fundamental idea that God is one. The idea that, you know, no one person should be forced to into anything that they don't believe. It's all one. So that kind of idea actually goes, you know, is contradicts the entire um actual fundamental one belief that the entire religion is born out of so again i think the big thing for me when i'm talking about reactions is seeing how that seems to be an argument um it is obviously propaganda in india and it's kind of a go-to across the world with a lot of things like it's always easy to try to exploit religion um when it comes to muslims in india uh, now it's coming to Sikhs. If you are the minority, any um, minority, 100%. any minority, this is just what happens. Right. But then again, it's our responsibility uh, to fight that, to spread awareness and knowledge as best as we can. Hence, again, the reason why we're here doing this in the first place. Totally. And that brings us to um, our next point that we really want to discuss is the farmers protest and social media so me and noor in no way are historians or are going to try to act like we are you know litigators and lawyers in india who are so well versed with the bills that you could not contest us that's just not the truth so what the truth is though is that we both know the internet so I can definitely, definitely talk to what is going on the internet. So if you follow either of us, you've seen that we've both been super vocal. We've done rants. We've done, uh, Noor's created an amazing video. If you have a chance, check it on our page. Noor Danda on Instagram. Um, you know, we've tried to do kind of whatever we can within our mental 
you know, reach. Uh, I'm a big protector of my mental health. I've learned 2020. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about it. The farmers protest and social media. So social media is completely outraged at what is happening. There is, I feel like many camps that have developed. There is obviously influential people who you thought would be there for your people, but they not. And then there's a bunch of people who like maybe you didn't really follow in the beginning, didn't know who they were, but they've done just such a great job at advocating for our people, advocating um, for human rights that you're like, hey, I could I could fuck with you. That's, that's pretty cool. So the real question is, what is wrong? What is right? When and I obviously already have an opinion, but I'll pose it to you so you can ponder as well. At what point of fame and at what point of you know, oppression, do you speak? Yeah, I'm actually really curious to hear what people have to say about that. Um, because I want to know how other people feel. Like, again, like you and me both know how we feel about certain things. And we've been, uh, we've tried really hard to be objective and um, just- uh, like, I have not, but yes. <laughs> I've, I've tried to be objective and like effective in, in certain uh, ways. And, um, you know, it's like, I don't, like and this is a topic for another day but like i don't believe in like trial by social media by any means uh you never know what's really going on in someone's life and what's going on with them or whatever else but um you know there are certain reactions that are kind of hard to go unnoticed and there's certain things that people have said where you see like okay ooh, this is a problem and you're kind of missing the whole point here one thing i will say um with social media is like everything in life, there's pros and cons. And you can't just choose when it's convenient for you to exploit that. And then when it's when there's some sort of responsibility that falls on you or the, the harder part of your job to just ignore that part and then all of a sudden become a victim. That's probably yes. been my biggest um, pet peeve and it's with been a common reaction amongst influencers is to right away reaction. they are the victim mm -hmm. right away it's like why are you messaging me these mean things why mental health dude people are dying mm -hmm. and you won't like post about it because you're too worried about your money i can't understand people who are such sellouts like that's the word right that's what yeah. they are and see again like i've tried my best to be objective and again i'm trying to look at it like there is like there is a way to react and there's a way to respond where even if you don't come to an agreement at the end with whatever it is and there's a decision that you want to make make that decision and then uh, just stand by it you know i don't like the victim mentality um i don't like that Idea I'm sick of influencers blaming us, people who follow yeah. them, for their fucking mental health issues. Yeah, I'm exactly. sorry. Yeah. Uh, I've been in some shitty ass jobs, mm -hmm. some real shit fucking jobs. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that, yeah, it impacted my mental health, but I quit and I moved on. Yeah, it's so... like exactly like, like everything else. And there is unfortunately like you can't um, when I go get a job that's not under like, uh, you know, a public lens like there's there's people call it a private life for a reason right and mm -hmm. you don't want to exist in that realm you want to exist in a public domain so there's responsibility that kind of comes with that and again i've worked in an inter industry that is has a mix of both right and i've seen people who've learned and i've learned from people who know how to navigate that line really well and i think the, the fact is um 
there is a responsibility that you assume when you decide that you want to make money in the public domain. You, you can't deny Absolutely. that. You can't just walk away from that responsibility. Whatever the responsibility, whatever, and even if let's say you say, I'm going to exist in this realm, but I don't give a fuck about these issues. It's not my thing. I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to talk about anything uh, political. I would respect you more for being able to come out and be like, I have nothing to say about this. I don't really want to get involved. That you choose. And if people still want to follow you, that's fine. You know, if they still support you and the other people, that's totally fine. But it is not anyone's fault if they're sitting here praising you, praising you, spending money, money on you, giving you their fucking money. And then when they decide to be like, hey, I've been supporting for a really long time, but you're doing this thing and I don't like it. And they're telling you when they want to praise you, you'll fucking love it. You'll take it. You'll take it. But the minute oh, they're yeah, going to criticize post you. the screenshots to be like, exactly. this message me. And she's yeah, such a good exactly. fan. And then you're getting Not the criticism and you don't like it. And then you want to be like, you know, I can't believe you're doing this. This is why people have like social media influencers, whatever, have kind of mental health issues. Whatever the thing is, here's the thing. Let's all take a step back. Uh, most people, if they're messaging you um, and they don't like what you're doing, tough. That's yeah. fine. It sucks. You might, yeah, you might, you you know what? If you post about it, people might unfollow you. If you don't post about it, people might unfollow you. You chose that world. You kind of have to pick some, a decision. And, yeah. You can't, indecision and is a decision. You can't just decide that, oh, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to lose any followers. Like, let's just really reflect on yourself at that point. What are you doing yeah. with a job in this domain? You don't, you shouldn't be in this field. No, Should and on top field. of it, um, I saw one person's response and they were just like, brands don't want to see that. Okay, you little sellout. Brands don't want to see that. Um, who are you? Like, do you even have any identity? In uh, like in Punjabi, they say, Astetava. like, do you have any? Hmm. Do you have any? You, who are and I, you? That's how I feel too. Uh, that's literally how I feel too. That's how I feel too. Because I'm like, uh, I don't agree with that thinking. But again, at the same time, if that's the choice you've made, I'm doing this for brands and to align with brands and just to make money fine but you also just be just honest can't, about it yeah be honest it about it you there. can't don't lie don't try to pretend like something you're li- not and even if no, you know what and, and it's like at don't the end of the make day, punjabi mom videos don't use our culture don't fucking don't, do that yeah, shit exactly don't then ha-ha, you're gonna get he-he. called out we're gonna call you that, out then That's what it. do you and then and then don't act like oh i'm so sad it's so hard yeah, yeah dude everything's fucking hard yeah and even if you say like hey i'm not really gonna talk about this on social media i don't really know like what the fuck to say i don't really and i think okay fine like i whatever everyone does not have to be political like they don't um and i'll even let that go but i the one place where i'll really just draw the line is if you play any sort of victim and say you have mental health issues because people are calling you out now when they screenshot your shit to talk about you and promote you it's all fucking good so this is one of the things i've always say because um like you know neethi i uh i don't really believe in censorship at all like in any world i think for the most part with me um in comedy i think everything's fair game i don't get offended very fucking easily at all but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is something i always say too when when it comes to comedy it's like if i'm sitting there in a situation where I'm talking about a certain group, a cultural group, right? And I'm praising them. And I'm like, oh, these people are so great. They're so generous, whatever. Oh, this culture is so amazing. They treat, and they'll be like, yeah, we are. We're awesome. They take it, they take it. But the minute, like even in comedy, someone starts talking about 
like making fun of a culture for whatever. Everyone's culture has their ups and downs. We all have it. We know that with Punjabi culture too. Like right now, yeah, we're talking, like brown people stink. Like yeah, we get it. Like we're just like there's so many things about us. Okay, there's so many things and in all cultures. But the minute it becomes a negative, then it's a stereotype. But then when we're talking about positive things, then you're like, oh, that's our culture. We the shit. But whenever someone yeah. makes fun of you, then you're like, oh, that's that's racist. That's a stereotype. You can't have it all good. It's a yeah. you can't have it just because it's not something. It's not a good reflection that doesn't make it wrong that doesn't make it a fucking stereotype okay Punjabi people overall are they have like a, a warrior mentality we don't take shit we're strong we're prideful like we got like you know fucking good music best clothes like we, we're funny generally our culture like a lot of people from Punjabi background are kind of funny like just our parents alone just naturally they're fucking cool funny ass people like we're a cool ass group of people that's true we are but, the lady committee. <laughs> lady committee. And the thing is, but of course, we know there's a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of deep, dark stuff. There is a lot of mental health issues in our community. There's a lot of, like, alcohol abuse in our community. There's a lot For of sure, there's lots things. of sexual there's abuse. Of... There's lots of horrible, horrible things that and come we don't necessarily talk about. No, and with any group of people, people any culture, like... I, I'm just kind of sick of people saying like, well, don't, we don't want to perpetuate these stereotypes or we don't want to do this or we don't want to do that. It's the exact same thing when we're going back to this like whole influencer thing. People always want all the good, but once it gets yeah. negative, then it's like an attack. Then it's stereotypes yeah. and it's uh, mental health issues. Then you're being like, uh, you're, you know, whatever, trial by social media. Yeah, there's a fine line. Like, I don't believe that we should be able to cancel fucking people. We're human beings. Everybody makes fucking mistakes, but holding each other accountable if you're making money off people and you're whole, you chose to be in a domain where you're going to have thousands, if not millions of people following you. And if you do something they don't like, then that's what happens. Like that's the world. Like Absolutely. I've been working in this industry for so fucking long and, and the best of the best I see understand that and respect that they respect that. For sure. It's about knowing your audience. Um, like also like if you had any business and you sold like buttons, you have to find an audience that needs buttons to sell it to them. And if the button people say, hey, we want only buttons with three holes now, you can't get fucking butthurt about it. That's what your audience wants. Like, you just can't. I don't know how much simpler I can make it for my influencer bubs. Okay? Like, if that's what we want, fucking post it. It's not a big deal. It, they're easier to sew. There's less holes. Triangles are a strong shape stupid so stupid um yeah and like also like i know everyone's probably listening to this thinking like oh these chicks fucking ripping on the influencers i agree with what Noor's saying the trial by social media i i 100 am against like doing big formal call outs with people's names or trying to you know bully people into fucking doing shit or whatever it is but there is a line okay people have the right to call you out they don't have the right to call you out, tag you, write that you're a fucking bitch, um, post a photo of your mom, draw much on you, that kind of shit. But yeah, absolutely. People can fucking DM you and say, hey, can you please post this? I don't know if you're currently... A and so many of the messages I've seen, even from people who follow me who have like just sent me screenshots, they're messaging these major influencers, like millions of followers. I'm not even talking about like Lalisha Lee 50,000 followers, okay? To millions of followers. And they're saying to them, oh... 
I really love your product. I bought them. It's so amazing. Um, I just wanted to know that you, if you were aware about the protests, here's a link so that you can inform yourself. I'd really appreciate it if you posted about this. And the response from the influencer is like, this is why people have mental health issues. <laughs> that was my best version of Moira from Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh, God. That but was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. Moira on drugs, on acid. Yeah. That's how she would be it's the first time uh, I did it out loud in public. Okay, leave it alone. <laughs> this is uh, bullying. No, it, you are this. It, you are a bully, and you are causing me mental health issues. I right? probably am, and I wouldn't even be surprised. I'm waiting. It's gonna happen soon enough. Someone's gonna accuse me of that. Um, but the yeah. point is, it's not like I'm just like again. Even at the end of the day, like who the fuck are me niti? This is our opinion. We're telling yeah. you guys how we feel, but we also know that we don't have any fucking right to drag anyone through the mud. And this is not the right way to do things like in yeah. a civilized society. Like this is the like what people don't understand is like when we watch these old movies. Right. And we see that like back in the day, maybe in, in certain parts of the country or the world, it still fucking happens where you just like you just hang someone and just like the whole public just watches this hanging. Like, it happens in is, the States, bro. They still have the death the, penalty. This is the equivalent of that, right? This is the equivalent yeah. of everyone just getting together in the in the And stoning somebody, for sure. And stoning someone. To, this is the equivalent. And like, that's, it's barbaric. And we're doing the same thing. Like when we, like at, at the same time, just to kind of like balance this conversation out. No, people, you like, no one's perfect, no. you know? And at the end of I the day- I also feel- Ahead, People sorry. have the right to redeem themselves too. You tell them how you feel. Maybe you won't. And in a lot of the stuff we've seen, these conversations don't end in a positive resolve. Um, no. With some of these influencers, not a single and one. And I'm not saying that, like, uh, except uh, I will say Nav Bhatia. I fucking For love sure. that guy. I've always loved that yeah. guy. I like. I think he is the standard. People yeah. look at him and see how like he is the fucking standard. Because at the end of the day, you know. With great power comes great responsibility. You, when you get to that point, are going to have to make some hard choices, are going to have some conflicting things where you're going to have to make some um, choices to go against certain brands, certain amounts of money, certain you know business decisions that could maybe affect you on a large scale, for sure. I'm not doubting sure. that, right? Like, it's going to happen. Sure. But, like, but if you don't I, stand up for your shit now, when will you? Straight up, man. That's how what's we the, feel. What, yeah. What's That's the difference then? Like, uh, on top of it, like, these people who are saying, oh, brands won't work with me then. Like, that's what you sold yourself out for is an imaginary deal. Like, an imaginary one. If you had a current sponsor who, like, even if you had... Who Nav Bhatia did have. He fucking did have it, right? And he walked away from that shit. He made the decision to... I'm telling you, he's this fucking standard. You try to tell me that Nav Bhatia is cancelled now, like all of a sudden Nav Bhatia is going to become poor overnight, like he can't fucking, like that guy came from nothing. And these influencers, you guys came from everything, most of you. I'm not saying all of you, but a lot of you weren't fucking sitting there worrying about where your next meal is going to come from. How you're going to support your family, how you're going to do that. No, 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 no. But you know, like again, I'm sorry. This is the thing. I think think that's why he's such a great fucking example, because that guy actually did come from nothing. He's been able yeah. to hold his values and his morals intact. And, you know, this idea that you can't make money without sacrificing that, I don't believe that. And For if, sure. And, and, and like, to, further on uh, Nav Bhatia and other people who are, you know, practicing Sikhs and keep their turban and their beard, like, that alone is a fucking boss move when these people came to this country. 
Straight Even up. today, I'm sure young men come across and they struggle with that. Should I? Should I not? What do I do? Is it mm-hmm. worth it? Do I become Gary from Gurinder? What do I do? Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are huge things. And people out there are just making these decisions and they're deciding to stick with their faith and stick with their cultural identity. And guess what? Yeah, he doesn't live under a fucking bridge. Brands didn't just stop working with him because he has a turban. This is not how mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. But the imaginary influencers who have imaginary deals and Mm -hmm. i was gonna say like even if you had a deal with nike and then nike told you that it would be weird for a brand to tell you that it would be Mm -hmm. it it doesn't this doesn't equate nobody is asking you to post pictures of genocide nobody is asking you to support an alternative left or right theory like you know all you have to do is hey i like just like what justin trudeau did who came out right away and said the best thing because he's a good guy um whether you you know respect his politics or not i think the best thing that you could do is say i support peaceful protest bottom fucking line bottom fucking whatever whatever they want is what they want and is between their government that's the truth me Uh and you here doing this podcast me and you on the internet whatever all of us talking shit it's peanuts the reality is their government has to figure out what to do with them, but we have to support the right to peaceful protest. So mm-hmm. if you are such a fucking sellout that you can't support the right to a peaceful protest, girl, you ain't never going to get a brand deal. It's just, mm-hmm. You're not smart enough to get one because you clearly are a fucking idiot. And Didn't want to go there, like, but I had I'm gonna, to, guys. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to go a little bit like just outside of the business brand world, okay? Like, let's just mm-hmm. like, take a second, everyone. Um... Reflect on who you want to be, the kind of person you want to be. Um, yep. Like, are you, at the end of the day... And if your you know, IG you, got deleted overnight, who are you? Yeah, exactly. If you have 100,000 followers or a million followers, um, like, you might think you're the shit. But if this is the reason why you're making your decisions, you're a bigger slave than anyone out there because you literally... And, and the poorest person in my mind um, than anyone because you are a literal slave to these corporations in your words um to these brands to uh whoever will you'll do whatever you're a dancing monkey like it's just dance monkey dance right like you're a fucking puppet and that's what you are when you make that's if that's the reason for that decision if maybe you're someone you are no better yeah you're no better than the bjp it cell people who get 200 rupees to tweet some fucking garbage you're no better than that shit. You're, you're just fake. Also, like, uh, you know, I feel like I do have some authority to speak in the sense of brands and influencers and what they're looking for and who they hire and things like that because I've been on both sides of that table. And let me tell you again, I cannot see in mm-hmm. any world where this would be like such a huge, like, oh, I don't, brands don't want me. That's a bullshit excuse. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. not true. So explain to me again why you think like, uh, you know, supporting peaceful protests is going to not look good for your image. Like, no, what? I think it's like kind of funny because it's like, you know, if you're looking at how many years ago, like uh, the Nazi Germany and in World War Two happened, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a long fucking time ago. Right. Not at um, all. So, you know, if you were to look back and you look at people who did what they had to do because they were afraid of you know the fucking nazi military um and nazi germany and they were like oh i was forced to be a doctor i was forced to do whatever um 
but you would probably look at them and be like, you are a Nazi. No, like there's, there's no difference. It doesn't matter. Like, but this is the, like, I'm not, like, I'm not even over-exaggerating, but if you're kind of like afraid of what a brand is going to do, these people were like, some of them maybe had like a gun to their head. Like you yeah. fucking have to do this. Right. Um, scientists, especially back then, but and there's so much controversy over like, well, you fucking died a coward. Right. Back then. There was like phys- like there was a threat to their like physical livelihood, um, and your you can't even talk about something on social media while you're sitting. Most of you living at home with your parents with not really any threat to your your livelihood, really. Like and most of us, if I lost everything tomorrow, Neeti, same with you. Like I just mm-hmm. gonna go move back with my fucking in laws or my parents, and that's yeah. the worst thing that's gonna happen to me. I'm never gonna end up on the street. Um, yeah. You know, I'm very lucky, and most of us are very blessed that way. So I'm just saying without really anything uh, dire on the line. Yeah. Uh, you know, these are the decisions you're making. That doesn't yeah. say much about you as a person. And that's how Actually, I Actually, it says a lot feel. about you as a person that you're a fucking trash bunda. You are yeah. trash bunda. And I hope you're listening to this because somebody sent it to you and said, oh, I think these girls are talking about you. We are, bitch. We are. You're a coward. You're a sellout. You should figure it the fuck out. So... If anyone is actually inspired by our rant here today, there's a few things me and Noor want to ask you to do because that's how we roll now, okay? We would like you to go out of your way and talk to three people that you know have no idea about the protest and tell them about it. So whether that means that you be find nice. an infographic... Yeah, be nice. Find an infographic... Find something that has sources cited. There are like we are such a blessed community that there are so many educated and well versed people who are making great information with sources um, that you can check and things like that. Find something like this. We're gonna post it on our page too um, and share it with them. That uh, like if you take nothing away from this conversation, what we want you to know is fuck the influencers. We can get reach without them. Number two, you're going to tell three people about the protest. Okay, okay, okay. And I challenge you to create one post of your own on your feed, on your story to definitely tell people what's up. If you've already been doing all of these things, high five champion, double your numbers. Okay, let's all work. Faster. Yeah, and I don't have like much to say about this yet because I don't really have an action plan. Um, and I'm sure we'll come back to this. But, um, you know, there is a problem we are facing now. And I know it's not a made up problem. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not any sort of theory. It's a fucking fact. Um, it's called shadow banning and it's happening. And we are witnessing in <laughs> real time um uh, what are supposed to be neutral grounds, which is, you know, social media platforms, uh, silencing our voices actively so that the world doesn't know what the fuck is happening in India. In my opinion right now, like, okay, influencers, like, you know, we told you how we feel, hoping that maybe it it gets through to someone in the right way. Maybe they take a look and, and reflect on what they're doing and say, you know what, maybe, okay, maybe I am, uh, kind of caught up in my shit. Maybe I need to take a step back. I'm hoping that's what happens. Um, for sure. But that that's fine. That's fine. I'm not like it's not really fucking something I'm losing sleep over. It does scare me. Like the fact that like this is one thing, guys. This is one thing, but this is just like uh what's going to happen. This is going to become reality with a lot of things. The fact that we're being censored online is really fucking crazy and terrifying. And um the solution 
I can't say I know that yet. It's something that's been happening. I've been trying to fucking figure out like what's um, an effective way to, you know, other than protesting and stuff. This is, I think it goes a little bit further than that. What kind of action we can take to not maybe, I don't know, get our voices out there um, and let people know not only about what's happening in India, but what's happening on social media and why they're banning us. Like who is invested into social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram and how they actually have that much fucking control and power in an area where we thought um, is completely neutral. It's fucked up. For sure. And just off the top of my head to piggyback off of what Noor is saying, um, you know, what can we do? Tell people in live time, get the fuck off the internet, okay? Tell your little yoga teacher, tell your barista, Make it happen. Wear the shirts. Go to the protest. Do email writing campaigns. If anyone's been to my page, I have a fabulous email page where we can create a link and send an email immediately to any news outlet, MP, etc. So if you have an idea like that, you can always reach out to me and we can get your email up there. Um, but there are, you know, we live in this bubble where we think like IG is end all be all. That's fucking it. But it's mm-hmm. not. They, mm-hmm. These aren't the only places to get our voices out. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree that shadow banning is horrible. And of course, we could talk about, we will talk about it in our next episode mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, sh- it, it is horrible. It shouldn't be happening. But our voices are still our voices. Okay. Mm-hmm. And until they literally cut my tongue out, I'm going to keep going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So should you, everybody. I think it's actually a great, uh, um, it's a great responsibility our generation holds. Um to support the farmers in India because we are like, and I'm talking about our generation, um, you know, obviously the the diaspora of, of Sikhs around the world. Uh, it's a great responsibility because we are so fucking lucky. We're so lucky and all of us can trace back just, you know, like, not not an ancestor you know great 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 grandfather grandmother whatever no no we're talking about like your dad your mom yeah. your your mama your uncle like your you know, chacha who still lives chacha. there still fucking yeah, exactly doing you maybe you when you were three years old yourself right like just yeah. like this is we're um a lot of us are first generation born um majority of us and it can live and die with us this culture mm-hmm. It can live and die with us. How many of us, like, and I think about this all the time and I'm at Punjabi weddings. How many of us would know how to do a perfectly traditional uh, sick wedding start to finish? Like, perfectly. How many of us could actually do it with, like, even the bolia and all the rituals and all the traditions um, and understand why we're doing it? It's, mm-hmm, there's, mm-hmm. I think if anything, it's been a fucking wake up call for me. Um, yeah, it's not that these are, these are things I've cared about my entire life, but um, to mobilize the way I have now, um, and I know a lot of people say the same thing, it's just woken something up inside of us. Um, and again, like we all know the general history of the warrior spirit of six, and if it's not, um, you know, our ancestors, our gurus, our, um, our fathers and, and mothers and uncles who all had to at some point probably uh, be a fucking warrior. None of us really have had to until now. And it's, it's so beautiful to see, to talk about the positive side, how alive that spirit is in all of us. And um, it's infectious. I know for a fact 
that I have friends who say that literally something they've never, I have a friend right now who's literally taught herself um, the complete um, Punjabi alphabet, like in completely, and is in the last few weeks because she was just like, I want to be able to like read it in Punjabi when there's posts that I can't read properly. I want to be able to communicate better. She's like, this is fucking pathetic. I should know better, right? And I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So, you know, silver lining here. This is an opportunity for us to reconnect and connect as a community and be supportive of one another because a lot of times we're not. We can be really fucking shitty to one another, but clearly now we can see that we only got each other. In a lot of circumstances, yeah. the, if we don't fucking say anything, nobody's going to fucking say anything for us. No, and then we'll, the rest of us can just assimilate into whatever culture you want. And that'll be it. That'll be the end of Punjabi. That'll be the end of Punjab. And so... um, sorry, one more thing to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you of our generation who have kids that are young, um, I will actually post this because it's it was actually one of the best things, uh, one of the most beautiful things I've seen that's been sent to me since this whole thing, since I've been posting about it. This lady actually made a children's book um, about the farmers protest and it is a digital children's book. So you can DM me and I will send it to you and I will post about it too um, as well to put it out there. But you know, like again, these are some things that people have been doing. Like what a wonderful way to mobilize, to be like, hey, there's a lot of young kids out there uh, who have no idea what the fuck is going on and maybe their parents aren't the best people to tell them either. Let me create this children's book that's actually really great for the parents and for the kids. Um, So -hmm. again, like we need to mobilize, we need to be better, but then like we also need to make sure that um our, our kids passing are those values on. yeah those their kids know what's what's up too obviously you don't need to go into detail you're not going to be able to explain msb to a three-year-old probably but you know but maybe sorry. you can i don't know we got to read the book <laughs> you got to read the book maybe book. you can <laughs> exactly. so as we come up here on our one hour mark we want to mm-hmm. thank all you fabulous people for joining us um we are hoping to make this a regular shindig uh hopefully you'll hear from us every week or two weeks probably two three times a month let's see let's play a bite here um if you have topics if you have discussions if you have rebuttals if you have angry rebuttals lots of angry letters (laughs) if you have any of that you'll listen for real though we want to hear you so you know where to hit us up i'm just at neethi mangit on instagram and this is at nordanda on instagram and we are two underscore 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 ladies on instagram as well so check us out. Check us out all our posts. Send us your feedback. We want to know what you want us to cover. Um, yeah. And basically enjoy your day. We hope we have inspired you today to think about someone besides yourself. Hmm. Yes. See you guys yeah. soon. All right. Well, that's it. This is everything from these two ladies. Oh, so what, what kind of ladies were we today? Uh, that's a good question. Um... Two I would passionate say, ladies. I can't say, yeah, I don't I don't think we can say two angry ladies. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a theme uh, on a mm-hmm, lot of episodes. Mm-hmm, but I would say maybe mm-hmm. two farmer ladies, part one. Fabulous. Yeah. So these two farmer ladies are out. Granddaughters of farmers. See you soon. Bye.